0: Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Podcast Show with me Zoe Giles and my producer Vicky Rimmer. On this week's show we are joined by author Holly Smale. Holly is the writer of the popular Geek Girl series. She has sold more than 3 million copies worldwide. Broccoli Boy author Frank Cottrell Boyce giving us a writing wrinkle tip. We'll be talking books with Otto and interviewing Hope about her marathon challenges. We are also joined by Ross Welford, the writer of The 1000-Year-Old Boy and Time Travelling with My Hamster, a great book. Ross shares his favourite books and takes the lockdown quiz. Tom Hartdyke, friend of the show, returns to tell us how he wrote his best-selling book about his real-life jungle kidnap, with the help of his diary. This week we have dedicated the show to the best books in lockdown and we are taking tips from our amazing guests as well as trying out Plot Generator, a website which helps you to write amazing stories, think up your characters and titles and even come up with lyrics for the songs if you want. If you've always wanted to write a story but you don't know where to start, Plot Generator is a great way to begin. What is it? It's a website that I found with Lottie, and we had some fun making different stories. How does it work though? So, you choose a genre to write science fiction, romance, vampire, and then you input keywords and ideas, and it helps you form a blurb. What's a blurb? A blurb is like an explanation of what's going to happen in the book, so it might be explaining some of the characters and what's and the exciting things, and it makes you want to read it. OK. Here's one I made up earlier. It's a very serious story. So we asked the man from the TV news, Mr John Pena, to read it for us. You may have seen John standing in front of the Houses of Parliament on the news talking about Brexit, or the Prime Minister. Here he is reading our block generator story. <laughs>
1: Lauren Olsen is just an ordinary 14-year-old girl living in Bogstaple until she sees a horrifying troll called Big Alex Bogey climb in through her bedroom window. Big Alex, who's built like a potato filled with rocks and smells like grated dustbins smothered with sauce made from skunk trainers, sings a song about making little girls into curries. Lauren tricks the troll into falling out of her window by telling him there are child-brained pizzas outside. She realises that the troll has to be stopped before he eats any more children and sets to work trying to invent a trap. Meanwhile, in a cave just outside Boxtapal, Matt Stink starts to suspect that eating children is wrong and grows tired of hunting with his fellow trolls. He decides to live as a vegetarian after a brief misunderstanding involving a toe and lashings of ketchup, Lauren and Matt team up to stop the trolls using a catapult that fires peppers. They lure the trolls by creating a big mound of rotten turnips.
0: Thank you, Mr John Pena. Don't forget. Later in the show, we have the creator of the brilliantly funny Geek Girl series, Holly Smale. Next up, we are joined by Otto, who's going to tell us all about his favourite books. Hi Otto, what have you been reading? My three favourite books are all by the same author, Rick Riordan. Oh, I've read Magnus Chase, what other books would you suggest? Heroes of Olympus,
2: Blood of Olympus, Percy Jackson and the Greek Heroes, Percy Jackson and the Greek Gods.
0: How many books do you have? 71. Wow, that is a lot. Why do you love reading so much?
2: Well, you just get lost in here and it passes
3: the time by so quickly.
0: Thank you, Otto. Next up on the show, we have Frank cottrell Boyce, writer of the award-winning book Millions, Cosmic and the Astounding Broccoli Boy. He's hosting creative writing classes on Instagram during lockdown called Frank's Wicked Writing Wrinkles. Stories aren't just found in novels. Your diary can be his stories, and so can a letter. Frank is going to tell us more. Take it away, Frank.
4: The thing about writing a letter is that you just sit down and write it. And it doesn't have to be have a beginning, it doesn't have to have an end, it doesn't have to have a point to it. You can just write a letter. You are living through this amazing moment, this lockdown that's never happened before. So anything that's going on is interesting. But quite a lot of what's going on you're going to forget. You'll remember the big story, you'll remember what governments did, you'll remember what happened, you remember why it happened. But you remember, won't remember what it felt like or all the little details. What's great about a letter is that a letter can pick up all those trivial things and just throw them in that don't seem that interesting to you now, but will seem amazing in a few years time. And what's great about letters is that they live, they live on, they survive. So this, this is a letter that my dad wrote me when I first went to university. He Used to write to me every week, just little bits of gossip from where, he, where he's living and just show me that he loved me and finding that letter today to talk to you. See, this letter is decades old. My dad's quite ill now and he couldn't write anymore, but there's his handwriting. It sort of brings him back to life. So a letter can be a very precious thing. Time makes it precious. And kind of the more of you you put into that letter, the more kind of amazing it becomes. Any letter is precious, not least because it's in your handwriting. So, you just sit down and go, hello me, of the future, I wonder what the future's like, you can tell me. Um, This is what today was like, or this is what things are like for me at the moment. It's quite easy, it's relatively easy to write about dragons, or gold, or treasure, or the Holy Grail, or knights, or anything like that. It's quite hard to write about the ordinary things. So, I would like you to write a letter to yourself about how you feel, about how things are today, you can put your feelings in. You can put practical things in. It can be funny. It can be sad. It, what's great about it is it doesn't have to have any structure. It's just a letter to you. And honestly, the grown-up you will be so pleased to hear from the little you. So write that letter. Um, if you're happy with it, take a photograph and send it to me. Uh, but but also put it in an envelope and put it somewhere safe so that you can read it when you're grown up.
0: Thanks Frank. If you want to hear more, Frank hosts things pretty much daily on his Instagram page and they're great. Later on the show, we will be joined by Ross Welford and Holly Smell, the author of the popular Geek Girl storybooks. Next up on the show, Monty's giving us a review of Ross Belford's book The 1000 Year Old Boy. Hi Monty. Hi Zoe. Tell us about the book.
2: I recently finished reading The A Thousand Year Old Boy by Ross Welford, which I got for my birthday. It's about a boy called Aidan who meets a very short girl named Roxy. One day, they meet a very mysterious boy called Alv, who claims to be a thousand years old. They soon find out that being immortal isn't as great as it's all cracked up to be. I love this book because it's very cleverly written and there's so many twists, turns and cliffhangers. Thank
0: you, Monty. That sounds great. Now we're joined by Hope, who was supposed to have a marathon last week, but it got cancelled due to lockdown. So she came up with some challenges in the garden. Let us hand over to Hope, who's going to tell us more. Hi, Hope. Thanks for joining us.
2: Hi, Zoe.
0: Tell us about your marathon challenges, Hope.
2: I was supposed to be doing the London Minnow Marathon, but sadly the London Marathon got postponed. So, did the mini marathon. So, I decided to take part in the 2.6 challenge to raise money for UK charities.
0: What exercise did you do, Hope?
2: I set myself 26 challenges, all including 2.6 or 26. Obviously, I won't list all 26, but here are a few. Running 26 laps of the garden, balancing a potato on my head for 2.6 minutes, flipping a pancake 26 times, and scoring 26 goals in a netball.
0: Wow! Where did you do it?
2: In my house and garden. We're in lockdown, don't you know?
0: Did you do it with anyone?
2: Yes. My mum participated in most events and my sister helped out a lot we can't forget ralphie the rabbit who jumped over the obstacle course 26 times
0: when did you do the challenges
2: sunday the 26th of april the day the mini marathon was due to take place
0: how long did it take you to do
2: around four hours to complete all the challenges wow
0: thanks for be bored at home during lockdown there's lots of free things out there take part in the grow happy sunflower challenge if you email info at landscapeshow.co.uk they will send you out some seeds and you can take part in the growing competition Noel Fielding, a mad comedian that your parents probably like and the man who hosts Bake Off now, is doing free art sessions every Saturday on Twitter between 3 to 5pm. He sets a challenge and then picks a winner. Tom Palmer, friend of the show, is hosting a Facebook Live on Tuesday this week and chapters of his book are free on his website, tompalmer.co.uk. The first chapter of Ross Welford's new book, The Kid Who Came From Space, is available free online at soundcloud.com. If you want to find out how Holly helps find the stories and feelings behind her characters, there's a good interview with her on the World Book Day site. Next up on the show, we have Tom Hart Dyke, TV gardening presenter, plant hunter and author. Returning to tell us how he wrote his books. If you missed him on the show two weeks ago, go back and listen to his amazing mishap, or you can read about him in his books. The first one is called The Cloud Garden. Hi, Tom. Thanks for joining us again. This week we are talking about how to write a story in lockdown. I believe you've written two books.
5: That's right, Zoe.
0: What was your inspiration for your first book?
5: The inspiration for my first book was uh, a journey I made 20 years ago, when me and a friend got kidnapped at trying to find a new species of war in my case a name after my granny. And we were kidnapped for nine months, so. and eventually we got released, and after being released I thought it was quite fun to write a book, although quite scary to actually write it, because it brought back memories that often weren't very nice that particular experience. Okay. But, It was great to do it, and that was my
0: inspiration for my first book. So perhaps quite an unusual inspiration, being kidnapped, but but that was it. And I thoroughly, thoroughly
5: enjoyed my writing.
0: How did you write your book? Was it with pen and paper or a computer?
5: Well, I was very lucky to have a fantastic aid to start off with, and that was my diary so I had a diary during that whole time in captivity in the jungles of Panama and Colombia. So all I had, I had to do was open up the jungle diary and you could smell the, the air coming out. Of the oh. I mean, you could still smell the jungle. It was amazing. And you could really, when reading the words on the diary, even though it wouldn't be good enough for a book, a lot of it, it really gave me the inspiration to take me back to that memory those years earlier
0: will your book ever be made into a film
5: well there was talk of a comedian you may have heard of him called jack whitehall yes he wants to play me and paul the guy who's with the jungle paul Windham, we're not sure about who's going to play him they're, they're writing out a script they've got they've got three scripts they're writing out for it wow. these three writers
0: so you're not going to be in it
5: no oh that would work Zoe that wouldn't work imagine <laughs> no one would watch it if I was in it but yes there is hope of, of doing some sort of film okay to be for Netflix for Netflix
0: will you write more books
5: I would love to and in particular I would love to write a book on the plants that are in the garden that I really love uh, okay. 101 plants to grow
0: speaking about the garden what's happening in the garden this week
5: Oh, sorry. May is an absolute joy to be a gardener. Even when we're, we're, we're closed during lock, uh, the lockdown, it's yeah. still amazing how many things need to be doing. The, 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 the growing world, the plant world, has not stopped, sorry. So the weeding, lots of weeding, and lots of planting out. So lots of annual plants that okay. I've been growing from seed that I'm now planting out, such as marigolds, uh, cornstarch. Nice. Uh, very nice. So there's lots to do in the garden, yeah.
0: OK, thank you, Tom.
5: OK, absolute
0: pleasure. Now we are joined by author Ross Welford, the writer of the 1,000-year-old boy in time travelling with my hamster. Ross shares his favourite books and takes the lockdown quiz. Welcome to the show, Ross. Hello, Did you like to read when you were young?
6: Oh, yeah, I did. I loved... I read, I read and read and read. Um, my parents were very very good they didn't mind what sort of books I read I read anything I would read the back of a sauce bottle you know anything
0: (laughs) what books did you love
6: magic faraway tree secret seven famous five Mallory Towers five go off to camp that was my favorite one so um, I like
0: that one yeah
6: yeah uh, I know it's good it's quite spooky isn't it with the trains and everything
0: which of the five did you want to be Ah, well, I
6: don't know. It's certainly not Anne.
0: No one wants <laughs> to be Anne. You
6: know, make the sandwiches. I know. I'll um, oh, probably Dick. I think.
0: Do you have any new books coming out?
6: Well, do you know what? So you've interrupted me in uh, in the creation of my next one. I'm writing uh, a new one, which is due out in uh, January 2021. The so next January. Okay. It doesn't have a title yet, but it's about um, a boy and his brother who discover that they can share each other's dreams. But obviously, um, it all goes horribly wrong.
0: (laughs) We're using Plot Generator on the show. How do you come up with your plots?
6: I think of of an idea, uh, i.e. something impossible that might happen. Um uh, yeah. time travel, it might be invisibility, it might be, you know, living forever or something like that. I throw at it all the problems I can think of um, that could go with that. I think of everything that could possibly go wrong and make it worse and worse and worse. I get about halfway through a story and I, and I understand the characters a bit better okay and the characters will often help me out Has helped me write the plot yeah. about halfway
0: we have a question from monty who has just read your thousand year old boy book and he okay. wants to know will there be a sequel to that book
6: <laughs> every time i finish a book um i think oh i'd like to write a sequel because by the time I finished it, I really liked the characters, and it, yeah. it's a bit of a shame to say goodbye to the characters. But as for the thousand-year-old boy, I have to say, you'll have to tell Monty, I don't think that one will lend itself to a, uh, to a sequel.
0: Ross, you kindly agreed to take the quiz. We changed it at the last moment, and it's no longer 100% Marvel. It's a mashup. <laughs> There's a leaderboard. The skinny Jean Gardner is at the top with three points. Lottie is in second place with two points. Phil Harrison from BBC Radio Kent is in third place with one point. So there really is no pressure. What is Greg Heffley's little brother called?
6: Do I get half a point? Is is, is he a character in Wimpy Kid? Yeah. Yes. Um, No, don't know.
0: Manny, in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, how many breakouts from Azkaban are there? Three. Ten. What is the capital city of Ecuador? Quito. Correct. What type of pie is Snow White baking when the evil queen shows up to the cottage as the witch? Apple. Gooseberry. Um, How many infinity stones are there?
6: What's an infinity stone? Let me guess. Is it something from Harry Potter?
0: No, Marvel.
6: Uh, six.
0: Yes. Hey! Fourth place in the leaderboard. What are you writing in lockdown?
6: At the moment I'm on I'm on draft. Two of uh, my new book which doesn't have a title yet.
0: Maybe you could use Plot Generator.
6: That would cut my work by about half if I had a plot generator.
0: God, Thank you for joining us.
6: You're welcome, Zoe. Good luck with the channel. That's great.
0: We are so excited to be joined by one of the most popular and well-read novelists in the YA... Genre. Author of the geek girl series Holly Smell. Holly's unforgettable heroine, Harriet Manners, is really funny and easy to relate to. Holly drew on her real life experiences as a model to create these funny books. Holly has sold millions of copies worldwide. Welcome to the Lockdown Podcast Show, Holly. Hi, Zoe. What would Harriet do in lockdown? Uh, I think
3: Harriet would probably use the opportunity to study as much as possible and learn as much as possible. She'd probably enrol in some kind of university degree just for fun. Um, I think she would probably be quite anxious about the entire situation. So in fairness, I think it would be a way to distract her. But yeah, she would definitely try and learn as much and keep her brain busy. Um, I think she might also alphabetise her books and colour coordinate her wardrobe and lots of uh, organisational tactics to distract her as well
0: what three things are you most excited about doing when lockdown is over? I think the thing I'm most
3: excited about will be seeing friends and family. Like everyone else, I just miss my friends and family so much. So even if it we can't do anything exciting, even if it's just playing board games or saying hello or chatting, I'm going to be so excited to see the people I love and, and to just see their lovely faces. Okay. Um, the second thing, very similar, I can't wait to hug people. I just I miss hugging and cuddling so much, just physical contact. So yeah, that will be something that I'm probably just going up to strangers on the street and hugging them when this is all over. And the third thing, sounds really silly, but shopping. Okay. I hadn't realised quite how de-stressing uh, just shopping, just wandering around the shops with no particular aim is. And I think that's something I'll be really enjoying again, just wandering around and looking at things. Um, so yeah, I'm, there's many things that I can't wait to do. Will you ever write more Geek Girl books? If you do, what will happen in them? I think if you read Geek Girl, the last Geek Girl book, number six, then you'll know that I left it open on purpose so that Harriet could potentially come back. Um, It's something that I've never ruled out. It's something I always had a very strong feeling that I would love to do at some point. When, I'm not sure, but, um, and I don't want to spoil it because I've always had a thought in my head what it will be, but it will definitely be a different stage of Harriet's life. So it will be Harriet, but it will be a um, a sort of further point in the story. So you'll come back to her a little bit later. Um, And I'd love to keep just coming back again and again and again over the years, you know, have her as a 30-year-old, a 40-year-old in a retirement home. So, yeah, I mean, I love Harriet. She's part of me. So I can't imagine not coming back to her at some point. What have you been doing to keep yourself busy in lockdown? To be honest, my life isn't that dissimilar to what it normally is because I'm a writer and I write from home and so the situation hasn't changed that and I'm still writing books, I'm still editing, um, my work is essentially still the same. Um, the only difference is I can't really see my friends and family which is very okay. frustrating and quite isolating and lonely so I've been keeping myself busy um, with reading books, uh, watching TV series actually things that I've already seen because it's quite comforting it feels almost like you know being around friends okay. um, and doing a bit of yoga, running, just basically trying to keep myself entertained and a lot of video calls with my friends and family to be honest because I think it's really
0: important not to be too alone during this time mm. Who were your favourite authors when you were little and what books would you recommend to children when i was little i devoured
3: books i would literally go into the library and carry out pen at a time um, because I just I needed one on the go constantly and to be honest it's still the same. Um, books I particularly loved were um, Ina Blyton, massive fan of the Faraway Tree series. I loved Anne of Green Gables when I was a little bit older. Um, and that entire series was something that I reread over and over again. I loved what Katie did, I loved Pollyanna, I loved Rebecca of Sunny Book Farm. Um, when I was a teenager there weren't that many teen books. I was a big fan of point horror actually so that always was a massive area of escapism, which I think is really important with novels. When did you get into reading? To be honest, there wasn't a time in my life when I wasn't into reading. My mum is a retired English teacher and she was obsessed with books. So apparently she was reading me poetry and novels when I was still in her belly. Okay. Um, and my earliest memories of her, of her reading to me in bed at night time. So... I think I was obsessed with books from about birth, okay. um, and when I sort of understood what a book was and how reading worked, I became even more obsessed, and I decided I was going to be a writer hmm. by the age of four, um, so a little bit precocious maybe, but I just wow. just completely adored the magic of, of stories and of disappearing into different worlds and of creating these gorgeous sentences that just stayed with you for years. I mean, I still remember things that I read when I was five years old. Oh. So, yeah, I think reading was an obsession from pretty much my very earliest years.
0: Where can people hear more about your new series of
3: books? I think the best place to hear about my new books is probably my Instagram account. It's okay. probably where I'm most uh, commonly cool. to be found. Um, I tend to post videos and, and sort of stories of what's going on and my writing process and you know when the book's coming out and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm at Smale. Um, on instagram it's probably the best way to find me on okay. twitter but i don't tend to be as there as often um, But yeah and i get to also chat with my readers which is always cool. really really good fun i love um having a, a relationship dynamic with you guys so it's brilliant thanks for joining us holly
0: bye zoe it's been a lot of fun so thank you for having me bye holly's brilliant new series the valentines was launched in 2019 if you like our show, subscribe and leave a review. Thank you to all our guests this week. Otto, Hope, Frank, Tom, Monty, Ross and Holly. Thank you to Mr John Pina from the TV News plot Generator Online. Join us next week. We would love to hear from you. We are planning a music special. If you can play, sing or create music, please send some in. Here is a music sent in by John Regan. Can you do better?